your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. Now, the pandemic, as I mentioned earlier, has changed attitudes towards dying, death and bereavement. And that's according to research undertaken by the Irish Hospice Foundation, which shows the pandemic has opened up a conversation among families about death and dying. And we're joined by Orla Keegan this morning, Head of Education and Bereavement at the Irish Hospice Foundation. Uh, Good morning to you, Orla. Good morning, Anne-Marie. How are you? And and thanks for joining us. And I mentioned this earlier, promoting it, that we'll be talking about it, that it may seem like a very dark subject on a Monday morning. But there is some interesting findings in the research. Uh, For example, this opening up of conversations about death in families. Can you talk me through some of the the main findings that are interesting? Sure. Um, And uh, it's a very recent piece of research, Anne-Marie. We we ran it between November and February of this year, so November 21 and February 22, and really reached out to get as many people as possible to answer our survey. And in total, 2,200 people responded. And the title of the survey was Time to Reflect, because we're so conscious that so many people um, met bereavement during those two years, the first two years of COVID. Um, and there was so much uncertainty and so much disruption of the normal um, rituals, I suppose, that we have around death. And we thought, well, look, people need to pause and reflect on what actually happened and, and what does it mean? So we found um, that the general population, the majority of people, like uh, 68% said their attitude had changed during this time and possibly because there was so much sensitivity to what was going on around them in their communities and often in their families. And the way their attitudes changed meant that people were more inclined to talk within their family about maybe what their own preferences would be for end of life and just talking about how important it would be to have the people that you love around you. And you see, Um, this mm -hmm. is what I was mentioning earlier, that, I I don't know, is it an Irish thing? We are not comfortable talking about these things. The majority Mm -hmm. of us are not, from what I can see and hear. And it's not until something has happened, uh, there's a diagnosis or there's a realisation that someone just isn't getting better and, you know, at some point they they are going to pass away. It may be, weeks, months, years, they may not know, but they're dealing with the trauma of the diagnosis and the news and then mm-hmm. they realise, mm-hmm. oh, we need to have this conversation. Yeah. And yeah. to me, psychologically, that just seems like so much pressure on top of people who are already under pressure. At a very, at a very vulnerable time. Exactly, for yeah. yeah. So you think of- this research mm-hmm. is showing that there is a realisation that maybe we should be having more conversations in advance? Yeah. Exactly. So, how do we convince people listening to do that? Because I'm just not convinced they will. And and it's it's sort of like it's the smallest little things, Um, and we're in we're in the privileged position now that we can, for example, go to a funeral. And so even when you get go home or when you're having the cup of coffee, you know, people often say, oh, wasn't that a lovely funeral? That was really nice. And I like the music. I love the way they gave that talk. And I wouldn't have minded having that type of music at my 
funeral or I'd much prefer to be cremated. You know, use the opportunity, I suppose. Um, when you are already meeting somebody who's bereaved or you're in the context of, of a death and it feels, it feels normal to talk about death when you're, when you're at a, a funeral. And so use those normal moments to think about what does this mean to me or my family? We, we work um, as well um, with sort of promoting maybe the tools of having these conversations. So we have a, a programme called Think Ahead. Um, and if you go to thinkahead.ie on the Irish Hospice Foundation website, you'd get little triggers or little things that, that, um, and questions of how to have this conversation over a cup of tea. Um, and, you know, I know even at home, and I'm thinking of my, my own situation, um, which I had two aunts who died very recently, and I was driving home with my mum from the funeral. And again, we were sitting side by side, so not face to face. And sometimes conversations are easier in, in, in that way. And she said, well, it brings it all home to you, doesn't it? And so rather than me saying, oh, yeah, sure, that's life, it's tough, it's sad, I, I, I asked her, well, what, what did it bring home to you? Well, that I'm of the same age and it'll be me next. Uh, okay. And I said, how does that make you feel? And she said, well, you know, I'm, I'm not afraid. I just hope that it won't be long and drawn out. And I mean, that's a very I'm, I'm intimate conversation that I had with her. But what I felt at the time is I went with the conversation rather than close it down. Mm. So that would be, to me, that's the big message. Don't close down a conversation if it arises. You're, you're so right. I think that's the best bit of advice I've ever heard. And everyone's, you know, been at a funeral and things come up in the aftermath if people go for tea or coffee or a meal afterwards. And that's where people are more relaxed and have the chat. Yeah. And that's the time, yeah. possibly, to talk about to the start. things that are difficult to talk about, that people run away yeah. from. That's exactly it. And if I could stem, extend that into into bereavement as well, um, that, that during the pandemic, 60,000 people died in Ireland, because we know usually every year 30,000 people die. Um, so we extrapolate from that that there's at least 10 people who are affected by a death, so at least 10 bereaved people. So in Ireland over the past two years, 600,000 people have been bereaved. And there are friends, there are neighbours, there are people in our workplace. Um, we, we owe it to them not to forget that that's happened to them. And every now and again, just reach out and say, look, how are you doing? Um, I, I, I remember that your mum died and I couldn't go to the funeral. Um, how has it been for you? You know, I think one thing that we can do is be there for, for people. And our survey showed us that 67% of people have a greater awareness now of grief and the impact of loss. Um, due to the pandemic, and people people were very sympathetic and their hearts were opened when they saw people being bereaved who had to maybe choose who could go to the funeral and other people would be left out. Um, so there's a, there's a good awareness there that, that we can build on um, by being, being good neighbours and, and being good friends. 
Well, look, it's very interesting. A, su- a subject that was interesting to see that the pandemic has created this, I suppose, change and shift in people's attitudes and maybe mm. creating that open conversation. Is there more help online for people? Um, There is. um, We have a lot of information about uh, bereavement uh, on our hospicefoundation.ie site. So anybody who's who's been bereaved and is just trying to come to terms or begin to really understand what's happening to them, it's sometimes useful to just explore that type of information. We also have a bereavement support line that runs from 10 o'clock to 1 o'clock each morning, uh, Monday to Friday. And that's 1800 80 70 77. And then, as I said, for planning, if you're thinking of, well, you know, what should I plan um, in terms of, uh, you know, difficult conversations around death, um, go to the Think Ahead part of the Irish Hospice Foundation. And, you know, sometimes it might be, you might be planning your finances as much as planning the care you want or the funeral you want. So you just get some ideas there about some of the things you might consider planning for. Well, listen, thank you very much. That's uh, Orla Keegan there, Head of Education and Bereavement at the Irish Hospice Foundation. Very interesting stuff. And I just think, you know, it might... um make people think about having that conversation. So we appreciate you joining us this morning. Your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95.